I talk to Laura Red. Laura Red is an agent, a dancer and lecturer and runs a platform called The Dancers Collective. Now The Dancers Collective is on Instagram and supports dancers to bridge the gap between graduating and working as a professional in the industry. And every week The Dancers Collective at 6pm on Instagram do an Instagram live chat and it will be about various discussion topics about the industry. And the week just gone, Laura kindly invited me on to have a chat and to talk about motivation. So I thought that it would be really interesting to put this episode out for you all um, in case you missed the live. Um, it's a real turn of events because Laura's the one asking me the questions um, and we get other questions come on from people who are listening at home. But I thought it'd be really great to share someone else's insight as well as my own and just us having a general discussion, performer to performer, about motivation in the industry. I hope you all have a wonderful week and you enjoy this interview. So today we're going to be joined by the lovely Bethany from the Performer Journals. Hey girl! Um, how are you this evening? I'm good, thank you, my lovely. How about you? We're so good. I'm here with you. I'm I'm all good. Um, so this is Bethany, and she runs a fantastic page, and we're going to have a little chat with her today. But before we do, introduce yourself. Tell us about you, your performer background. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me on. Um, so for everyone watching, hi, I'm Bethany, and I run a page called the Performer Journals. And um, we just start as a free resource um, to help performers. Um, we just give advice on anything from training and education to agents to auditions. Um, it's a big, you know, big, big industry. And often the information can be really hard to find. So we just put that information out there, um, like yourselves, um, and just trying to help people in the industry, really. Um, me, personally, I trained at Bodywork, and then I went on to graduate only in 2019, so I'm fairly fresh-faced to the industry. Um, but with that, I've done um, some creative work as a choreographer, and I've also worked as an actress predominantly, um, which has been really exciting, and hopefully more to come. <laughs> yeah, I'm like keeping everything crossed, like that something's going that we can get I can get my sparkles and feathers out again for sure. Um, and so, how have you found? I know this is not good. How have you found that transition? Because we we try and aim a bit a lot of our content at graduates as well. That transition from a graduate into so you said you graduated 2019. Yeah, yeah, not how, that long ago. That, that transition from graduate to professional did you feel like you were well equipped from 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 uh, your course in many ways yes and in many ways no um yeah. there's a lot of things and i think this goes for everywhere really you know they train you so you're the best you're at the best level you can possibly be to go out in the industry but there's things that seem obvious but they don't tell you about and i think you know there's a lot that gets lost there and I think we needed more education, not just in terms of the physical training, which, you know, I know was their absolute focus was getting us up to that level. Yeah. But I feel like there needed to be a lot more mentoring within that. And that's 
kind of something I've learned and you know I'm trying to take people on this journey with me of all the lessons I'm still learning because I've still got more to learn like you've still got so much more to do um and I want to achieve so with that it's I'm constantly learning and I think it's good for people to to watch that because I'm not the same person as the one I started I mean I started this in 2019 when I was still in my third year yeah Um, so you know I think people have definitely seen a big journey and a big big difference in me but it's it's been huge it's been challenging it's been exciting um it's been a real adventure especially with the corona no one could have predicted that and but yeah it's been a really wonderful life-changing experience for me as a person not just as a performer but yeah the transition is huge but it's fun I'd agree with that and just going back to what we were saying that there is a massive there is a massive gap I think between training and industry and you know we can't be taught everything in a three four five two year course whatever but I do like for each things like taxes um you know some colleges do kind of help facilitate you with your showreel and your headshots but there's a lot that don't and then you go out and then somebody's like oh can you send me over your showreel and you're like um Sure. 
Um, but, you know, it's the discipline for me. And I've had to really work hard on my self-development. As a performer, you know, you're self-employed. You've not got a boss telling you what time you start work and what time you need to wake up and travel to get there. Um, and, you know, it, it's a lot of self-discipline. You have to be very on it with yourself and honest with who you are. And I think that has made me grow as a person. And now I, you know, now it's starting to get a lot easier because I'm used to waking up at 10 to 6 every day and working out and, you know, having the full day then to get stuff done. And then when I don't, I'm like, oh, I've lost half my day. And I think that roots back to our training. Like I was trying to describe to my husband in the day, like this pyramid that starts at the bottom, Paul. And at the bottom is like when you went to like your community dance classes and your dance school. And then it gets a bit shorter when then it's those people that decide to do it and, and compete or do their exams. Then it gets even smaller, that lot that go to like college then the uni or conservatory and then i was thinking on my course we had to be split with so many of us but there were probably 40 or 50 of us in our year group when i trained and i bet five if that are working in the industry if that like probably three including me um and so that discipline that if we're up here we've started down here and we've gone through all that level of discipline oh i'm tired today no no you but you need to be in rehearsals and you need to show up and those people that show up I've, and i'm gonna i've talked about this before are the ones that are gonna get the work those people that have shown up and done the work right now that you know that and if you've not done it this is your time to start that you know if we've, you've shown up and you've had to be there even on those days when you don't want to be you know to me they're the people that are going to get the work in this time because it's going to be a battle it's going to be like isn't it like imagine what it's going to be like now it's going to it's going to be tough it's going to be really tough but i think you know um we'll come this pand out this pandemic and hopefully we'll be more driven than ever because we'll just be really grateful that we're we're back doing it and you know if you really have enough gratitude you can always find the energy to do that bit more so I think I think gratitude is going to be key coming out of this realizing what we've missed and that's really going to be our driving force I think yeah for sure um because I mean you we may have had similar moments yourself or we all have that moment and I know a lot of performers have doubted now their career choice especially graduates because they've just come out or you know graduates from last year and this year and they're like oh I've just spent thousands of pounds and you know spent all this time training and now I've got no I've got nowhere to go and people you know you're probably gonna get it in the ear from their parents and from their friends saying oh but you know wish you'd pick this now or but you become an accountant or a doctor um but there are definitely a lot of people out there that through this last 12 months have doubted their choices. Um, and I've had conversations with people and I've kind of rooted people back to their, you know, think about why your why, why did you do, why did you become a former performer? Um, and, but it's hard listening to people say that, isn't it? Have you heard, have you had similar things said to you? Yeah. I mean, I think it's changed the way a lot of people perceive this industry. Um, I mean, it's been incredibly tough for every industry. You know, every industry has changed dramatically and it's altered people's passion, which is a real shame. You know, it's it's something that has affected everyone and, you know, it has made it 
less of a passion and more of a livelihood for some people. And it's been a really tough time and people have had to divert their ways. But I'm a firm believer in, you know, you've got to be happy in what you're doing. You know, yeah. if, if you're not being driven by passion, find something that does drive your passion. Um, I mean, I love this more than anything. And I would love for people who love this to continue that love. But if you need a bit of a break from it, you know, I know some people have come out training and then they've had Corona and they've just taken a bit of a break, but it's been really healthy for them to do that because now they're like, okay, when the industry gets back up and running again, I know that I want to be there. And what a perfect time to have a break because the world's on stop. So you don't have a choice. You've got to have a break anyway. Yeah. If anybody that's watching has got any questions for either of us this evening, please drop them in the comments. Um, some things that I like to do to stay motivated is I we often forget. I mean, I, I'm a little bit older than you, probably about ten years older than you. Um, so I, I often forget. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, has to have a conversation. Um. People, you know, that have had a career or that are have had a, you know, been in the in a, is working professionally for you know four or five years, we often forget actually what we've achieved. Mm. Um, and even if you have graduated recently, you often forget, you know, what what you've done to get yourself there. So whether it be like iconic performances or people you've met or, you know, those jobs you got when you were like, oh my god, am I actually stood here on this stage doing this? Um, and so I like to try and think back at least once a week to something that I really appreciate and that this that has come from me being a performer. To think about like things that I've done that I've found like been proud of at the minute, but I'm really good at forgetting them. So I've, yeah. I've been trying to write them down. Every now and then I'll just see something on TV or remember something. I'm like, oh my god. I want to do that gig there and I did this here and oh that was a and but you forget them because it just becomes the norm of like going and working and just dancing because you you know we love it and it just doesn't feel like work um another thing I like to do is um like I love watching other people's choreography and costumes and I like to find inspiration from others I know you should never compare I'm not comparing but I like to find inspiration from others as well um and it, so what things for you, oh, and my last one was actually I'm a proper glass half full girl if anyone knows me I'm a glass half full girl so both all of my businesses have come out of a tragic a tragedy so my entertainment agency was my my grandfather died like instant like on the spot like we were like oh that and I was like life's too short I've always wanted an entertainment agency I am starting an entertainment agency and that was like seven years ago and um, then my other business my dance school that starts when my nana passed away and then uh, this business came out of the pandemic so I you know I, I'm like one of those that I'm like, I will turn whatever into a positive whatever it is what kind of things what what are your like, go-to things for keeping motivated and so like another one for me would be waking up early and keeping a routine yeah so what, what are your go-to, go-to things well, a massive congratulations because they sound amazing businesses as well so to be able to do that yes. is a massive testament of character so i don't want any more tragedies in my life i'm done like, no. that's enough <laughs> that's enough now <laughs> um but yeah no so a massive massive well done because that's not easy to do um 
but for me I think personally it's whenever I get a moment life can be really hectic so at the minute for me it has to be a lot of reflection I need to make sure that I'm looking back at what I'm doing like you said you know we forget these things that we've done them and often we get really hard on ourselves especially as dancers you know we're trained to pick out what we need to work on and get better at and you know it's a lot of grilling um that we do to ourselves but we often need time to reflect and realize how much we are doing and we always come out of that feeling a bit better so reflection is key for me but the main thing for me is a morning routine if i start my day off right my days my day is fine you know <laughs> um getting up early and being motivated i actually written myself like a morning mantra that i read myself every morning that even if i don't have the motivation it just gives me that kick up the bum Ooh, to get out and get on with the day and be grateful for what i have and um be inspiring to do more each day so that that for me is it's something that i know i need um so that's why i wrote it and it kind of gives me that kick up the bum to get out of bed <laughs> yeah, I, 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 i'm with you there because it's just so cozy sometimes oh yeah Especially the cold oh and it's cold it's getting a bit warmer now okay we've had a question and i and i as a lecturer i would love to answer this but we can both it says do you think doing a master's in performing arts actually does help or does something else that benefits your dance career but also train so did you want to give your take on that so i think they're saying um i mean there's so many different courses but you've it, and a master's is a massive title usually if you're doing a master's it would be something quite specific like dance therapy or dance in the community but do you think that you need to do a master's to help would doing a master's help well, I think it depends what you want to do, what your end goal is. Like you say, if it's something to do with dance therapy or whether it's teaching in a school of dance, you know, it will vary quite a lot. But if you are just wanting to go out there and perform, to be honest, on the CV, they don't tend to look at anything other than your CV and headshot. And that'll kind of tell you where you're based and your height and your playing age and your vocal ability and all those kind of things. So in terms of auditioning, it probably won't make much difference unless you're going for more of an educational um, side of it job, you know, like art therapy and things like that. That will make a difference. So it depends on what your end goal is. But if you want to just go out auditioning and go for jobs, they won't really require you to have a certain level of qualification. They'll see what's in the room. But if you are wanting to do things like art therapy and teaching and all those kind of things, then it's definitely worth having. And, you know, if you want to do it, a backup, you know, the, the qualification is always a great thing to have. It's never a bad thing. It's never going to pull you back. It's only going to push you forward. Um, but, it, you know, we can do that later if you want to just go for it now. It's it's entirely up to you and what you want to do and where you want to go. Really. Yeah. I totally agree. A master's tends to be quite a specialist area. And I think for master's, you tend to find a lot of people will do their degree, then they'll have a few years in the industry, they'll find their feet, they'll find what works for them, they'll find, um, you know, the, those key specialist areas that they think, oh, you know, actually I did a performance in uh, a special needs school, and actually I'd love to, to do a master's in that. And then they take their career in that path to give it longevity because we all get told, oh, you know, you won't have a, have a career for long. So personally, no, 
you do not well you do not have to have a master's to work professionally as a performer you don't need any qualifications actually as long as whatever turns up in that room is what the casting team want ultimately um but you are going to get if you you are going to get a really intense high quality training from doing degrees at, at conservatoires and universities so Masters is a slightly different level, and again, I think he's specialist. Um, and there's nothing wrong with doing something um, and then training on the side. I know a few people that did, you know, just their standard A levels, and you know, didn't even go to uni, but they did. They went to class at base and pineapple and wherever alongside, and now they work. They're like in the commercial industry, and nobody's bothered about where they trained at all because. Their, their adaptability is up there um so i've given you a little bit of a different take on that question i'm from a few different ways and i hope that has helped okay holly says oh this may, again maybe one will with entertainment agencies is there really a place for contemporary slash ballet dancers i find agencies look for mt dancers and performers um so I run an entertainment agency that works on like gig work, so we'll like gig. So we'll get um, more uh, nightclub work. We'll get product launches. We'll get openings of venues. We'll get weddings. We'll get birthday parties. So it's more kind of short, snappy contracts, doing something different every day. Doing short, snappy things, sort of every day. And I have never in seven years, put out anything that was contemporary or ballet. As in, like, no, I've had clients request it, I've put in, uh, quotes out, but I've never actually physically sent a contemporary or a ballet performance. Every now and then, you'll get, right, we've got this fancy wedding, we want some LED ballet performers, and literally all you have to do is stand there in your point shoes and an LED tutu. Like, you're almost there just for artistic. But I... But entertainment agencies like mine, it's not something, it usually comes as an addition to, so if you like, you'll have someone that has trained in that, but is also very good at other things as well. Um, what's your take on that, about the place for contemporary and ballet dancers in a, entertainment agencies? Something you can comment on? Yeah, I mean, it's a difficult one, because like you say, the work just isn't always as frequent. Um, so, you know, you kind of have dancers and performers that specialise in other bits but can also do that um but in terms of if you are really specific there are local facebook groups that you can find local events so i'm on a local facebook group and they put out a casting the other day for um dancers for a museum and it was they wanted some ballerinas dotted around this new museum opening so it's always worth kind of networking with local performer groups on Facebook. There's loads of them in your local area and there's some national ones like the Hustle 5678 and they will post things like that on there where they need more specific people for those kind of gigs and castings. So I definitely recommend looking into those and just reaching out to people in your local area that will kind of know what's going on. Just drop them an email, you know, local casting directors and things. See if you can get the work that way because it is quite specific. So entertainment industries might not um, but if you look at other more broad agencies, if you've got other training yeah. behind you, 
definitely apply. Yeah, I think that's what it comes down to. Like, you can't, in this day and age, you can't just say, unless you're, like, the top of the game, you can't just expect to get work by saying that I am a contemporary dancer. Like, you need to be versatile. Because if you want them bills paid, I mean, you're not going to do anything. But, you know, you've just got to be versatile. You know, I've got performers that work for me that um, actually have got, like, a more musical theatre background, but they uh, have done a couple of commercial jobs or they've done quite a few Latin jobs for me um, because we've guided their training that way. So definitely, if you are finding that most jobs are musical theatre, make yourself mouldable for that job because there's, lo- there's going to be lots out there soon, one day. Um, anybody else got any questions for us this evening? Please pop them in. We're only having a quick one this evening. We've got Bethany with us from the Performer Journals. Um, right, so going back to your performance um, kind of career, if you could do any dream job, what would it be? Um, I was thinking about this, because obviously this is like quite a common question that I get asked, what would I love to do? And I think with me being quite, um, only had a year in the industry, I think people think, you know, I'm going to have this massive set role yeah. that I have in mind. But to be honest, my my goal always was I want to be able to train in it and I want to be able to say it was my day job. That was, yeah. that was always it. And now that I've kind of achieved that, I would like to do exactly what I'm doing but on a bigger scale so rather than just having short little contracts and commercials and doing this bit and this bit and this bit um obviously I love a role a permanent role (laughs) in um, a series or to be on tv but to be honest the main thing that that I kind of that pushes me every day is just being involved like I'm so grateful that I get to wake up every day to a job that I just love and as long as that continues like long way it lasts because yeah I love it there's up and downs obviously there's you know rejections pandemics you know completely unpredictable external factors but for me what I want more than anything is to be happy and this is what makes me happy so and and in a you know swings and roundabouts at the minute while you've got the time you're helping other performers you're helping other people so you know you're still involved and you know it feels great when I post things and people message me like oh my god that post was great or you know uh we've had a couple of really I've done a couple of funny ones lately and when I see like people have saved them I'm like oh people like you know, it feels nice to help people and actually be connecting with dancers and with performers. So even though right now, you know, we're not out on stage or in front of a camera, well, we are. <laughs> um, the fact that you're still involved in the industry and not kind of just sat twiddling your thumbs, that must feel really wholesome for you, right? Absolutely. And to be honest, running tpj obviously always started to help others and to help performers and to get that information that i didn't feel was out there out there so that anyone can break into this industry that information is accessible to everyone um because i didn't know anyone that has kind of been off and done it you know i went to a tiny little church hall for my dance class i danced on carpet with no mirrors and using a chair as a ballet bar you know up until 13 and i know and it was just like it was crazy because, you know, there were girls going to proper studios and they knew what they needed to do and where they needed to go and, and I didn't and I felt completely in the dark and I didn't know who to go to because I didn't know 
anyone that could tell me what it was like. Um, so I kind of wanted to put that information out there and running my podcast and running this for the past nearly two years now um, has been one of the most rewarding things because I get to talk to so many people, um, aspiring performers, performers that are pretty much neck and neck with me, like we've graduated at a similar time and we're doing similar bits and talking to people that are creatives and that are performers that have worked in the industry for years, you know, with my podcast and things. And the other day I got to speak to Ian Waite, you know, from Strictly Come Dancing. And, you know, that was a huge moment for me because I'm such a Strictly girl. Like, I watched that since I can remember. Um, And I've grown up watching it, so that was a huge thing for me. But it's just been a really rewarding experience because... I don't think my followers realise this, but they motivate me. Yeah. On days yeah. where I'm like struggling, they're another thing that yeah. really yeah. motivates me to be to be better. And I see the up and coming talent, and it's going to be amazing. The industry is going to be phenomenal. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. Now, before I love you and leave you, just tell us what if they people head over to Performer Journals. What uh, what kind of things are you offering over there? I see that you do some like classes um give us a little sell yourself go (laughs) thanks very much um yeah so uh if you want to find us we are on the um instagram at the perform journals we have a website as well and you can find me on tiktok bethany and win and i do the same kind of thing so i offer free advice you can message anytime um and i would always get back to you um it may take more than an hour but i will always get back to you um and you can ask any questions and i'll just be posting about different bits of the industry you know any tips informations we do live classes every so often um, I'm trying to get them in more regular, but I've got some filming in April, so it'll be when I can slot it in around that. Um, but, yeah, it's it's um, a platform just for you guys, really, for everyone to ask questions and to find out more about the industry, you know, and if you want any content, let me know, and I just kind of put it up and do my best to kind of fill those voids. Um, but, yes, we do do classes, but they're last couple of workshops are tomorrow um because we were only doing them for a couple of weeks while the lockdown was happening just to keep yeah. training um but yeah i mean i'm always you know um doing one-to-one tuition every so often but the main thing is i just want to make sure people know that we're out there we're free we're you know there to talk anytime our dm's open and if we for any reason cannot help you whether it's specific to taxes to mental health to whatever it is we we know the professionals that, yeah. that do know it so we can always signpost you to the right people so if you ever need us you know where we are oh there's lots of love hearts going somebody's keep know, tapping <laughs> uh, well bethany thank you for joining just for a quick chat this evening thank you so much for having me it's been so so lovely getting to chat to you and what you're doing is amazing and it's great to see someone else like doing this because everyone relates to people in different ways and understand things in different ways and the industry needs more people to help get that information out so Thank the you so much for inviting me on. Needs a, lot, a lot of love right now. And yeah. we are here to both share the love and spread the love, aren't we? Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been lovely chatting You're to you. You're welcome. Right, everybody, have a lovely evening. And we will see you very soon for another one. Thanks, guys. Bye.